You're listening to the Liberty News Radio Network, and this is the Political Cesspool. The Political Cesspool, known across the South and worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program. And here to guide you through the murky waters of the political cesspool is your host, James Edwards. Listen, let me tell you something, folks, and I'll tell you the truth here, as we always do. Mismanagement of world affairs by our criminal elites never leaves us short on content here at TPC, but we also find a way to have a good time of fellowship and camaraderie, and that's what we're going to do starting right now here with Jack Ryan, who's back with us, and he uh, selected that uh, little... court jester. <laughs> no, well, he's more than that. We it. do have some fun with him. But he's always got some great content as well. And uh, he selected tonight's musical number, and he's going to tell us why. Jack, how are you doing tonight? Great to have you back on the program this evening. be doing a lot better if the supposedly conservative Republican governor of Texas hadn't dumped about 60,000 illegal alien migrants on metropolitan uh, Chicago, including over a thousand that are in a, <laughs> in a eight block radius of where I right live. So uh, that's the idea. All our he's got to share the, the uh, joys Democrats. of diversity with you people up there in yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Well, why doesn't he, he he put them on some some people that deserve it, like the Obama country estate and Martha's Vineyard or closer to home? How about the Bush family uh, ranch at Crawford, Texas? I'd be hard find to find any liberal Democrat that's more of an immigration traitor than George Bush and the Bush family. But the elites usually get a pass, as they always do, and we have to do it. So I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I chose that song, uh, I Don't Want to Work, Bang on the Drum, uh, by Todd Rondgren to honor the Jesse Jackson family and the whole Jesse Jackson uh, <laughs> sons. I've had two of them as United States Congress, and within the whole family, I don't think anyone has ever tried to work an honest job. They don't want to work. But they're my U.S. congressman, and they're well, you know, the you know they did. <laughs> you know what he did for them. Do you know that? Know that what, story, uh, Jay? Which, uh, which, which? What one? happened what, was which, about his children, his offspring. How he got them all, uh, uh, you know, million dollar a year salaries or income. Shaking down companies. He put. And I yeah, sh- I would say shakedowns yeah. is the easiest yeah, thing Yeah, it, it was a shakedown of yeah. Anheuser-Busch. He got all of the Anheuser-Busch distributorships. Yeah. And right. that's he like having a printing Chicago. press for right. money. Yeah. Well, I wish he'd get the Bud Light distributorship, and it wouldn't be that big much. I'll tell you Jesse a story Jackson. about Jesse Jackson. Real quick yeah. about Jesse Jackson yeah. since you brought him up. Right. It was Jesse Jackson right. who was flown into Detroit in... 
uh, January of 2018, this was Martin Luther King Day, uh, a Martin Luther King Day gala in 2018, Jesse Jackson himself was flown in to present a Freedom of Speech Award to the columnist for the Detroit News who won his... <laughs> Uh, who prevailed in court against me, against all odds. You right. know, it really took a lot for those I judges am. to rule against me. But So that's our connection with Jesse Jackson. And then, you know, we have a, con a connection with Al Sharpton, too, uh, back in uh, 2000. Was it 2005, I want to say it was? It was way back when. Yeah, we way were able back. to get that permit for the uh, what was then called Confederate Park, which was on the parade route from right. Jefferson Davis Park to Nathan Bedford Forest Park. We had three Confederate parks in downtown Memphis at the time, and uh, it was the first time Al Sharpton had ever canceled a march uh, because we were right in the middle of the route. And, I uh, was that... an embedded uh, uh, reporter on that. I went into the enemy camp where they're having a meeting over in the basement of the um, uh, pyramid in Memphis to find out what the other side was uh, planning. And believe me, it was... Uh, you you routed them. General Forrest would have been proud of them. Uh, unfortunately, we, we won the battle and lost the war as far as that was concerned. But when a, a city turns entirely. Just like General Forrest. Majority. <laughs> that's right. Just like. All right, Duche. Well, anyway. But uh, that's uh, we're chasing rabbits now again. So continue on, right. uh, Jack, uh, with what you've got for us this evening. Okay. Um, well. Uh, I am going to comment on world events, but not too much. I want to do most of my uh, commentary on TPC about book and movie reviews and, and general culture and comedy. Uh, things are, are disturbing in the country. There's nothing quite like a fixed U.S. presidential uh, election in, in both parties and $200 billion foreign J-wars to show you how, how we have been dispossessed. And we just we don't have in the presidential election, we don't have a dog in the fight. I'm sorry, that's a Michael Vick reference. Pretty, pretty bad. Or horse in the race. And, and these wars, my God, there been there's a reason our, our budget is called national defense. It's supposedly to defend our nation. But you're going to have to go all the way back to the Mexican War or the war against the Apaches and the Comanches to find any type of American war military venture that was for our people or our nation's defense or national interests and for defense rather uh, than offense yeah yeah or just off but other people and so correct me if i'm wrong but is there a single christian national leader or a conservative in the united states that's publicly saying we should take the christian side in this conflict in the holy land in jerusalem a hundred years ago uh palestine uh, area the holy land was run by our people british uh, Christian people, you could Great have heard point. Handel's Messiah, you could have heard or Perry's Jerusalem, and we we there, but the city uh, Jerusalem was kept open for the three religions: Talmudic Judaism and, and Islam, but Christianity. I don't see anyone in the entire United States that's saying we a we should stay out of this, but b how about taking our own side? We're supposed to be Christians, and I don't want to be slaves to either the Muslims or the Talmudic Jays. And right now, that's our choice, and. They, I wrote about that in Occidental Descent this week about the ways people lie. One of the most common ones is the false dilemma. They give you two choices, and they say, well, do you want to either be slaves to the Saudi uh, uh, Shiite or Sunni Islamists? Do you want to be Janissary Wars? Or do you want to be slaves to these Talmudic Jays? So what's your choice? And so the conservatives, Republicans, say, so we'll, we're going to be slaves for the Israel. We're going to stand with Israel. 
The right answer is none of the above. We don't want to be slaves to any of these people. We want our representatives <laughs> looking for our interests, but, but we don't have to have that so, inside the voting yeah. booth. Yeah. You know, and it's just like which, you know, this false dilemma gets offered all the time. And our people, I can't believe our people fall for it, but we're slaves of money. We're slaves of a lying uh, Hollywood TV media. And I don't have to tell you that we don't have any of our people running the national media and they, and they feed, they feed us this stuff. And most of our people, they don't <laughs> like it, but then, but then instead we're just watching football for five days a week. And so that's kind of what's, what's, what's going on. So that's, um, that was the, the, uh, the issue. Um, but let's see, what was I going to say? Okay. So I wanted to bring out some history. I'm a teacher. I liked, I was a history major at Vanderbilt and I tried, I fled New York city uh, in about 1990, after I got this worthless MBA degree from the number one MBA program in America, New York University, I was supposed to make $100,000 my first year out. I, that, that didn't happen. But the city was collapsing under immigration anarchy, criminal anarchy, sexual anarchy. I left right before the Islamists uh, attacked the World Trade Center the first time, and I went back to Nashville, Tennessee. I was trying to warn people, and that's when the first of these neoconservative Zionist wars happened in Iraq. And I, I took out full-page advertisements in Nashville, Tennessee, and Chattanooga Times, Vanderbilt student newspaper. And I had explained to them that these wars were not for our interests, and we should do like George Washington or Charles Lindbergh said, put the American interests first, stay out of foreign entanglements. And I was treated very well by the Tennessee media. I got on talk radio, um, cable news, even by the small J media. But and most people said, yeah, you're right. You know, we should protect our own interests. We should stay out of these 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 wars. But then we should use our military to defend our borders and things like that. But I, that, I'm just one person speaking the truth up against this propaganda machine. And most people in Tennessee just couldn't get it out of their idea that the only people that would be against an American war were these Jane Fonda liberal leftists. And we lost Vietnam and we got this time we got to win it like World War Two. And then they brought out propaganda music by toby keith and hank williams jr and we went along for it and we keep doing it and doing it there's less uh enthusiasm for these wars but it's still the same system really nothing has changed and that was 30 years ago so that's what i'm feeling this week well that's i, I feel even worse than that Jake. <laughs> <laughs> tell me keith <laughs> Tell me, there's there's absolutely no voice in the republican party that is not totally sold out to Israel, lock, stock, and barrel. Yep. Uh, you I, know, I would, Donald Trump, John, Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, uh, you, you know, even Vivak Ramashami, even though he says things that seem to support the other side, you corner him, he's a, he'll remind you that he's 100% four square for Israel. We have no choice. Have you watched any of the uh, GOP debates, Jack? I, I have not watched a single minute no, of it live. I've no, seen, you know, I've seen no, some excerpts. Rather. I've seen some clips. I mean, they're all no. running who can service Israel the hardest and who can finish the closest distant second. Who to is Trump. the biggest I mean, whore for Israel? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that that very well may be Trump, but uh, the but the the question is, they're not running for president. What they what, what whatever this is is they're not running. To be the Republican nominee, they're, that is in the bag. They're running to be teacher's pet for the Jewish teacher. <laughs> they're, I don't they're even know why they're having Republican debates because right. Trump is so far ahead of the field. It's it's a it's a joke. It's a farce. 
Go ahead, Well, Jack. he did, and then uh, we, we always – this is a mistake that we, we usually make, is that we, we should have been working state and local politics for the 30 years. We could have people like Pat Buchanan could have ran and, and won governor of New Hampshire. He could have bought – built an organization we could have had a, a populist governor like george wallace or some mayor other groups are doing they're getting over cities and things we always try to go for the top the president who's going to save america and, and trump did this make america great again like it was in the 50s and before all these ba these bad things happened but it's much easier for our enemies and traders to fix one race at the top because it's all about money and the donors where we could have gotten something locally. So Trump won on, he, he ran with good issues back in 2016. He did sort of diss the Jay donors and said, I don't need your money. Uh, and they, they got really, he, he was like Nixon, though. He completely supported Israel and everything, changing the capital to Jerusalem. And Nixon did the same thing. But the Jay media liberals and neoconservatives just hate him anyway, because he's really appealing to poor and working class white Americans. And that's, that's the group that this group that this community has always feared and, and hated. Uh, and it doesn't matter how much you do, how much you get down on your knees and say you love Israel. He even gave his beautiful daughter, Ivanka, to uh, that horrible uh, Orthodox uh, J. Uh, Gerald Kushner. But the media still slams him <laughs> anyway. And, you know, so it just, you know, it just shows you what they're treating us like slaves. Well, what and happened now, to we're, you? Know, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're being slaves to both. I wanted to ask this question. For both of you guys, very intelligent, very uh, educated. Who are the Janissaries? Do you know who the Janissaries are? I know who the Janissaries are. The Janissaries okay. were um, James, the children James of white the Christians, Gentiles. Right. That's right. right. And, uh, a and and also ahead, and the Ottoman Turks would get right. these kids. They get one out of every five boys in uh, like a Serbian village. And right. raise them to be fanatically loyal to the Sultan and anti-Christian. They were like the shock troops, yeah. the SS of the of, uh, Ottoman army. Yeah, the 82nd right? Air Division, the Marines. Uh, but they were also slaves. They were also they were forced to convert to Islam, but but said that they couldn't marry, so they could reproduce, and so they're taught to be Islam. So they were monastic supposed to be celibate slaves the ottoman muslim turks when they conquered a christian european place whether it was in serbia greece bulgaria uh they got to the gates of vienna austria and they were in romania until count dracula put uh, spikes up through and <laughs> them i'm but glad, they, I'm yeah, glad yeah. jack yeah. i I, yeah. I meant to mention that yeah. with nick yeah. earlier Nick Griffin earlier in the program tonight. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be a hypocrite on this issue. All right. I don't want to be a hypocrite right. on this issue because, well, right. can, uh, actually, I'll toss this over to both of you to reconcile for me. Uh, Vlad the Impaler, great hero okay. of our people. Now, he ended yeah. up losing that. People think that just because he impaled yeah. all of these people, that must have meant he won the war. He he actually did no. not. He, he lost. Right. And right. Uh, but nevertheless, a great hero, a defender, a, of Europe, yeah. a defender of Europe, a defender Oh, he put up a hell of a fight, a hell of a fight. Yeah. Uh, but he was and a defender of the faith and a yeah. defender of our race. Yeah. He defended, he was a defender of Christendom. But he's a hero right. of ours. So how can I say right. that I admire Vlad the Impaler, but not uh, this, what's going on in Israel now? I mean, it's, 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 Right. Well, what's they the have difference? it, but the, what's the there's a reason why Greeks and Serbs spit at the, at the mention of uh, Muslim Turks, because when they conquer you, they either kill you, force you to convert some people did most most never did but they also take your children the girls as concubines 
uh, slaves for the Sultan and his top guys, and then they take your boys and make them uh, celibate. Uh, All right, but, but let me say well, that. the answer, you know, the answer so, yeah, is, so, of course, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and that actually happened with Vlad and his his brother. They were separated in that manner. But but right. the the answer is, of course, that Vlad the Impaler was going against his male adversaries, the warriors of the other side, not against hospitals yeah. and and families and innocents and. and uh, Right, but they do. But so we, we and not that the U.S. is any better yeah. with Dresden and, and and Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but right. Uh, but but yeah, mean, that's again, the difference. The difference is Vlad was doing it against people, combatants. Yeah. Right. Well, Vlad was, but the other one, when the Constantinople, when the Muslims finally sacked it, they had the hordes of Islam from the Arab, uh, Black Africa, and all these ones. And but then they had these shock troops, these leaders, these blue-eyed white. Janissary slaves that were going That's against right. them, so that what they're they're there. And again, so my point is pretty easy. You don't have to learn all this history. Is that we don't want to be slaves for other people. We don't want to be slaves for the the Saudi uh, Sunni Islamists, and they called us white slaves in those in those two Iraq wars. We don't want, and we don't want to be slaves for the uh, APAC and the Israeli lobby. The the son of uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is partying down in in Miami, Florida, and he's like, oh, yeah, we'll get these guys from, from Tennessee and Kentucky. We'll send those, those guys in. And I guess, I mean, it seems pretty pretty basic to, that I should say to our listeners that we don't want to be slaves for other people's. And we're always hearing about yeah. slavery, black slavery, but well, how about our people being, being enslaved and stuff? And we're, they did it to us then. They're doing it to us now. So that was my point. Of well, there's one thing it, I can um, say yeah. in regard to this entire conversation, Jack. Yeah. And that is if you have to forego sex, there is no danger of Jack Ryan being a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, that's a subject for another one. But I have very good taste. Let me circle back to this. No, that's why I'll, I'll, I have to lower my standards. <laughs> A little yeah, bit. Who, who, we'll, who we'll would want to be alone? Yeah, who, on that. Yeah, yeah that, no, that's, a, that's a different topic Keith, for a different day. Yeah, Thank you for that contribution. <laughs> I, I would say this very quickly. I, very quickly, this yeah. is going back to something that that needs to be touched on. There are Christian people who are against what's going on over here. It's the the difference is, of course, Jack. Is that I mean, you had Nick Griffin tonight. Uh, who right. is uh, a Christian leader in, in, in this program. Right. There are Christian pastors even against the war, like our uh, our unofficial chaplain, Brett McAtee, uh, who will be on again right. with us before Christmas, and Pastor Chuck Baldwin, who's going to be on with us in a couple of weeks. I mean, this is a, a former Southern Baptist guy who's up in Idaho now. There are Christian, but the, the thing well, is, the Montana. Christian... May, yeah, maybe it is Montana. You're right. Uh, but uh, the, uh, the there are Christians who are certainly against this, but they're not the ones getting the microphones. That's the thing. That's the difference between the people in the pews and the people at the head table, the people at the right. Russell Moore and David French. These, you know, they say they're Christians. I don't have any evidence of that. And I certainly don't have any fruit that they've produced that leads me to believe that they might be. But they're the ones that are getting the microphones. There are people in Christianity against this, and it's important to remember that. It's just unfortunate that they're not the ones that the media is giving the attention to as the self-proclaimed Christians or the self-identified Christians. Yeah, and there, I mean, uh, there were some what's conservatives in the 70s and 80s that stood up some to the uh, Israeli lobby. There was a book by an Illinois uh, congressman, this good guy, Paul Finley, They Dare Speak Out, which he talked about a few people. But if you do that, and if you say, or even if you just kind of hint that you know that, we say, oh, we need to put American interests first. 
that's a that, that's a buzzword. And they say, oh, that's what Charles Lindbergh said, or I'm saying that's what George Washington said in his farewell address to the country. Which segues? <laughs> do we have it? We're going to commercial, or can I segue into my book recommendation right now? Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. What we'll do is we are going to come up on a commercial here pretty quickly. I mean, we still have a little bit of time, but we're going to do Jack's recommendations uh, when we come back, and uh, we're going to have a little fun here in the last half hour. I do have a couple of announcements very quickly to get into before we get into that and before we take the break. In the second hour, we focus primarily on the manifesto of the so-called transgendered shooter of the Covenant School in Nashville. If you want to read a perfect supplement to that, Go to the OccidentalObserver.net. I meant to mention this and, in fact, dive into this a little bit in the second hour. But uh, the uh, title of the article is Cursed Be He at Kevin McDonald's TheOccidentalObserver.net. The, the current article. And, and, and that's by Tobias Langdon, uh, sent to us by our good friend Rick in South Brooklyn. And Cursed Be He, check that out. And uh, Kevin, of course, was on us, uh, with us as recently as last week. Uh, also, happy belated birthday to Pat Buchanan. I meant to mention this last week, too, oh. when we were on the road. Pat turned 86 years young a couple of days and ago. And I've got wow. a burning question I've got to ask before we go. Jack, how do you pronounce the word Janissaries? What is the correct pronunciation of that? I think y'all. Uh, I think you pronounce it right. I don't know. I think you pronounce it right. Okay. Well, uh, well what's the other pronunciation? I've never even heard another pronunciation. Well, it's, it's one of those words that you read, but very rarely hear spoken. Is this like potato and potato or uh, <laughs> tomato and tomato? <laughs> Uh, I think it's anyway. not spoken right, very much, so that, and the, the Eastern Empire words and, and the, that is just not generally discussed. Well, in that American, word came up again uh, in uh, in World War II, correct? I mean, that, didn't that come, that word came up again? And also, it, it wasn't really anyway. Islam wasn't a big uh, deal in World War II. Well, I don't think I well, we'll we'll be back. We'll be back. Stay tuned. For- Pursuing liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Skip Kelly. Israeli forces are pressing deeper into Gaza City. Israel is agreeing to daily four-hour pauses into fighting for daily humanitarian aid and to get in and allow people to get out. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said at a news conference on Saturday, After Gaza would be demilitarized, there would be no more threat to Israel from there. And to assure that there is no such threat, as long as necessary, the IDF will, will control as far as security is concerned. A Texas police officer was killed in a shooting that also left the shooter dead and another officer wounded. Two additional individuals were found dead inside a home in Austin. The incident began when officers were called to the home shortly after 3 a.m. Saturday by a woman screaming that she was being stabbed. When officers attempted to enter the home, they faced gunfire, leading to a SWAT team intervention, resulting in the death of the suspect and the injury of one officer. So far, no names have been released. California is taking a stand against fake news by teaching classes about it in public schools. Sacramento is taking a stand against misinformation with a new California law set to go into effect next year. The Democrat-backed legislation requires all K-12 through students in schools to receive education in media literacy skills. The curriculum will focus on developing critical thinking when assessing online stories and recognizing potential falsehoods. Instead of a standalone program, these lessons will be seamlessly incorporated into existing classes throughout the school year. I'm John Schaefer. 
Recent maps provide insight into the regions that will experience the heaviest snowfall this year. Researchers at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration have updated data on the areas most likely to be affected by El Nino, a natural weather pattern in the tropical Pacific. This encompasses the mid-Atlantic, elevated areas in the southwestern California, as well as southern United States. This is USA News. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. And we're back. Uh, one thing that uh, Jack Ryan has been known for over the years here on TPC, going back, when did you first come on the show, Jack? We talked about this recently. We just had our anniversary um, show, of course, a couple of weeks ago at the end of October. It's been uh, several years now. Uh, uh, it's hard to – time flies when your country's going down. <laughs> they all blur. <laughs> um, I was definitely <laughs> four years ago. I went to Africa. There, I tried to escape the presidential election. I think probably well, it was you were about you were with us about eight, seven or eight years. Yeah, seven or eight years. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say if you went to Africa four years ago, you were with us at least three yeah. or four years before that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're circling the drain, you get a little disoriented. <laughs> so it's hard. To, it's hard to remember right. everything. But uh, anyway, right. but <laughs> you have rearranging been, uh, the deck the on the Titanic playing shuffleboard. <laughs> uh, we're the ones playing the music though. We're playing uh, right. what? What was the hymn that they played there at the end? Uh, closer the, to thee, yeah, like that. close my God to thee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was it. Actually, anyway, that's what we're doing. But uh, one of the things, Jack, that you were so commonly known for, and still to yeah. this day are known for, yeah. is uh, bringing uh, recommendations to the audience, whether it be a piece of uh, literature, a book, right. uh, a movie, a piece of music. And I tried to find this clip that you you texted me. I I found every clip related to this movie but the one you sent me. But you write a review uh, for a film called Emily the Criminal. Uh, I I got the trailer to it. Folks, you can look it up on your own time at YouTube. Emily the Criminal. And uh, uh, you're writing a review of that, are you? Right. I'm I'm going to. You just want to talk about it. No, I just – now, there's some choices. A lot of people are – thinking that we should go Amish and just not watch or even review any Hollywood movies or things like that. That's a decision. Or we could go the Keith way and only watch movies on VHS or something like that. But I feel a lot of people, (laughs) a lot of people are, it is the public. uh, They are following the media. They're watching movies. And so there are, there's not going to be really any patriotic political. There's a word for that. It's called benighted. Right. 
Yeah, but there but there are some movies that are I think worth watching. So this movie, Emily the Criminal, is something that I would recommend to our adult uh, audience to watch. It's not it's not a positive. Uh, it's an amoral movie as opposed to an immoral movie. And it what it is is it's uh, it borrows heavily from three of my favorite movies and and uh, miniseries. It borrows from Falling Down with Michael Douglas about the patriotic defense worker lost his Great job, got divorced. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad about the guy that was a chemist, and then best TV show ever made. Decides, I'm telling yeah. you right now. Yeah. That's quite good. The most and entertaining then, of, I don't even mean to interrupt yeah, you, but, you, but you're giving yeah, me all this okay. good stuff i got to talk about. Michael right. Douglas right. in and, and Falling Down, hell of a right. movie. His best performance. Right. And, and right. Uh, Breaking Bad, I have watched that entire series all the way through from pilot to finale right. three or four times. It is and just then, then the story of my life. And it didn't go on too song. long, too. <laughs> it closed, it ended. But then there's one last movie, and it really is one of my favorite. It is a moral movie. Uh, it was written by that Quentin Tarantino, but it was directed by Tony Scott, who was a British American. He's like us. Uh, it does have a happy ending. And uh, this movie, uh, Emily the Criminal, it shares with, uh, with a True Romance. It has very, very accurate ethnic racial presentations of criminals. And, and that uh, in True Romance, they had Italian Sicilian mafia guys and then very, very accurate J Hollywood uh, people. This movie has very accurate presentations of Southern California, uh, Lebanese, Arabs, and Armenians. It's a story about a woman, very intelligent woman. She's probably about 30, maybe late 20s, uh, and she's, she's falling down. She went to some elite college, took out big student loans for a very high art world. She's in Los Angeles, and she has this huge student debt, and she, she didn't get a, like a high-paying job in what her field of being art uh, and so she's struggling. She's being grub hub to make uh, theirs. Uh, and she's, she's think it's, it's very close to me because I got this high uh, degree and I didn't get a high paying job. Uh, and she's applying for jobs and she's being insulted by the corporate community. She had a DUI and then they want her this advertising. She's got a friend and, and she's going to get in to get a job in advertising with this all woman uh, one advertising agency but they want her to work as an intern and the intern is a word for not being paid so you're basically being slaves and she said well you know i need to get paid to pay my student loans and then the woman in the advertising says well i was coming in it was all a man-run world and i was just a secretary and then emily's saying yeah but when you were a secretary you were being paid weren't you i was being paid so she falls down and to start doing some crime uh, credit card theft with these uh, Lebanese Arabs, and then there's issues with Armenians. Was I right? Yeah, Armenians, uh, and they're very accurate. And it's like Breaking Bad that she she gets to be pretty good at this criminal. Have you ever world seen the movie stuff. DOA? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever no, seen the movie that. DOA? has a great on. portrayal of Armenian <laughs> this is another thing right. this is another yeah. VHS Luther one. Adler right. who's Jewish plays uh, right, uh, a guy named Rukubian alright well right. let me ask you this Jack. No, but uh, they're on it but, the last... and then uh, it, it is like Los Angeles falling down it's just a woman's I mean it's not just a woman it's a woman's version of that and it presents Los Angeles as like a character in the movie same as, as, as Breaking Bad did it's a rough place where people go it's hostile there's traffic jams 
and they try to make make it. And so she she falls down as a criminal, and she's really good at it. Same with same with Breaking Bad, and that's something else that we we're going to have to look at right now. Being straight, honest, and upright in this country, this society we live in, is not working for us. And they're make, criminalizing all, right, all we're kinds running out of things. Of- yeah. That, that free speech is going to be against the law. You can't say anything against Israeli lobby. And so they're, they're saying that I, I know, got forcing gay. So go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I got one for you here. I, I, I am saying it's not a sitcom. A sitcom is a situational comedy. You, you normally sort of use sitcom as like a, a euphemism for a TV show. But this was a, you know, right. a series. Breaking Bad was a drama, a drama series. Right. Best TV show ever made. A lot of comedy. Uh, yeah. So we, we all like it. But, but what did you think about... Uh, the Sopranos. I watched uh, some of it. Did you it, watch it and it's on HBO? True. Yeah, I I just watched. Uh, it got to Amazon. Prime. There's a reason I I'm asking. Watch it when it came out. Um, I it was interesting, but it's also accurate. I just didn't really want to hang out with those people. They're disgusting people. Those well, those th- there's one scene people. here that's interesting. There's one yeah, scene here. Yeah. One scene that's interesting. I thought it was a great series. I thought that was another great it, series. Yeah. Not as good as Breaking Bad, but 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 before Breaking right. Bad, maybe one of the best TV series I've ever watched. Great yeah. actors, Robert Loggia. Obviously, yeah. James Gandolfini and all of the, the regular cast, but had a lot of great supporting actors. Steve Buscemi's in it. it just a great cast start to finish. Uh, and anyway, there was one scene. A friend of mine sent this to me. I'm not going to name him by name because we don't want to get him in trouble. But he sent me right. this scene recently. This was actually recently. The Sopranos has been off the air for years. But there's a scene in one of the episodes where uh, Tony is and his friends are engaged in a conflict with 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 Jewish uh, people in in, in, right. in this Orthodox particular episode. People, yeah. And one of the Jewish yeah. characters makes the comment, "We Jews are still here. Where are the Hittites now? Where are the Canaanites? Okay. Where are the Romans?" And uh, it's right. at this point in the scene where one of the uh, Irish mob guys pulls out a gun and blows the Jewish guy away, and he says, "We're the effing Romans." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's interesting. Sorry, if you're interested in real Italian, that's uh, an aside. Yeah, right. Well, they had. I highly recommend the YouTube videos of Michael Francis. He was in the Colombo family. He came out of it. He didn't become an informant, but he just talked about the life, and he, he talks about the you know the influence of Jades and organized crime. That they worked for the Italian mafia. There's a certain famous one, um, Bugsy Siegel in in Las Vegas. Um, or Mayor Lansky and, and like he never got in. I think the Italians tried to to challenge the Jays in Hollywood, but they never. But I mean, they got a few movies made. They well, got a few David directors. David Duke has written yeah, about that, this extensively, yeah. Jack. And yeah. What he has said uh-huh. is that the uh, Sicilians and um, Southern Italians are very greatly slandered by popular culture, saying that they are the ones that were the big criminals. He said the big criminals were the Jewish criminals. He said that the uh, Italians and the Sicilians had the Cosa Nostra and the Mafia, but the right. Jews had murder incorporated, and also all the gambling, for example. Uh, Holly, uh, um, Las Vegas murder incorpor- and Bugsy yeah, Siegel. Murder Incorporated was for a while, and it was a Lower East Side Jewish uh, gangster, but it didn't last that long, and it didn't pass between generations. And so the other uh, Jewish gangsters like Bugsy Siegel and Myolansky did work for the Italians. Look at Michael Francis. His father said that that was the Italians were at the top. I mean, who who is who's the media mafia in this country? It's not the Sicilians. It's not the Italians. It's the Jewish media mafia that runs every single uh, movie studio, including Disney. My Bob Iger, 
so I would disagree with, with David Duke on, on that one. Sure, there, there were some brutals. And then when the Soviet Union broke up, when they say the Brooklyn, the Russian mafia, it's Jewish mafia in, in Brighton Beach. And, and, uh, and so, so that. So we can talk forever, but it ain't Anglo-Saxon Watts that are running organized crime. We got to get better at criminals. If we're going to live in a criminal society, what do we have to get better at it? Because we're so honest, we're so clean, and we're always losing. Oh, this would be an awful idea. Why don't we get the criminals out of being in charge? Well, there's that. Jack Ryan, thank you so much, brother, for your contributions tonight. Hope Springs, Hope Springs. The Honorable Cause of Free South is a collection of 12 essays written by Southern Nationalist authors. The book explores topics such as what is the Southern nation, what is Southern nationalism, and how can we achieve a free and independent Dixie. The Honorable Cause answers questions on our own terms. The book invites readers to understand for themselves why a free and independent Dixie is both preferable and possible. The book pulls in some of the biggest producers of pro-South content, including James Edwards, the host and creator of The Political Cesspool, and Wilson Smith, author of Charlottesville Untold, Arkansas congressional candidate and activist Neil Kumar, host and creator of the Dissident Mama podcast, Rebecca Dillingham, author of A Walk in the Park, My Charlottesville Story, Identity Dixie's Patrick Martin, and yours truly, Michael Hill, founder and president of the League of the South, as well as several other authors. The Honorable Cause is available now at Amazon.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Making the rounds with our beloved correspondents here in the third and final hour. And uh, you just heard from Jack Ryan now. Scoop Stanton, who's one of our spinoff guys. Scoop with us for so many years. Still with us, uh, of course, but uh, doing his own thing now at 7-5 Radio coming up. It's our fourth hour. If you listen to the first. Yeah, well, there are certain topics that we have to rely on Scoop for because being poor, benighted Southerners, we just don't understand everything that's going on up in the Acela (laughs) Corner. Well, we got Scoop in D.C., we got Jack in Chicagoland, but uh, yeah, nevertheless, well, I texted Scoop earlier today. I was helping my father-in-law with a little little yard work, and uh, we were all out in the backyard. I texted Scoop, I said, hey, you want to cover the last segment tonight? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's doing a sleep study. He's not even on his own show tonight. He's got a fill-in host, guest host for his own show, immediately following this show live. He's not on his own show, but he's coming on with us for a segment tonight. What do you make of that, Keith? 
Well, I, I, that's true devotion to your roots. <laughs> so we'll find out now what he has to say. How's that? Uh, how's that study going so far? Have you started yet, Scoop? Uh, good. Well, first of all, good evening, political cesspool family. Uh, James, I have not started the uh, sleep study, obviously, because I'm speaking somewhat clearly. I did send you a picture <laughs> of some of the S and M stuff that uh, is going on out there. But anyways, uh, James, uh, let me correct you just a little bit. Uh, we don't have a guest host. It's Heather McBride. She's uh, a member of the 75 Radio family. She's still in for yours truly. So we have Heather and Walter about to light it up in a couple of minutes. Uh, and then another family member, uh, Danella Rodriguez, she's out uh, out and about enjoying herself. And I'm in a room looking at some uh, weird S&M equipment. But that is 75 Radio. But uh get uh, down to uh, brass tacks. Now, on 75 Radio, we have not mentioned anything about Israel. That's on purpose. Why? Because everybody, I mean everybody, including TMZ, is talking about Israel. Now, when did Israel become the first, 51st state in the Union? I've, I mean, I, I missed that. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're the only state in the Union. The rest of us are slave states. <laughs> oh, my. That's a great question. I mean, Right, so we have, you know, the the fifty first state in the union. They're they're going through some strife, and here, here's my here's my very thought out, very strong opinion. I don't care. I don't care what goes on over there because there is not here. It, it's a it's a dispute over some land between two tribes that's been going on for thousands of years, and we have enough problems right gone. here in. Thank you, Keith. And we have our own problems going on here. The border's wide open. New York City's about to look like 1977 again. They're about to go bankrupt for supporting all these uh, illegal aliens. The District of Columbia is turning into the Wild West. You have 40-something restaurants about to leave town because they can't take it anymore. And gasoline is still over $3 a gallon. Groceries are still through the roof, and we're $33 trillion in debt. And guess who the biggest holder of our debt is? China. On China. top of that, we have a mil- we have a military that's totally uh, uh, falling apart. This country's falling apart. We're at each other's throats, and we worry about a dispute half a world away. Let Israel handle their own business. I'm sick and tired of dealing with Israel. As we all know, we got problem issues with Israel, especially what happened in 1967. But nobody wants to talk about that. But what I do want to talk about is the past two weeks on 75 Radio, and it's just been a whirlwind. Uh, two, weeks ago, two weeks ago, I had the pleasure to introduce the world to the world's first radio spokesmodel. Um, I brought in one, Daniela Rodriguez, as 75's spokesmodel. She is a model by trade. And when I first met met her, I was like, wow, I can't believe she's at this uh, function. My buddy Ed Huebner is having a birthday party. He's like, is she at the right place? And then uh, I saw her again at a uh, 4th of July party. I was able to uh, tag along with Mr. Huebner. And I was like, wow, what what an absolutely stunning beauty. She did did pretty well on the radio. And just talking to her over time, I was like, wow, she's really, you know, she's got something. And then I – like with James, with Walter, with Charlie Duff and everybody else, I kept pestering her. And I said, would you like to become the 7-5 radio spokesman? She's like, uh, okay. 
I was like, oh, uh, wow. I was like, what? It's like, it's like, madam, don't you? It's like, have you heard us or seen us? It's like, so she's like, okay. So on the 28th of October, uh, we had it at this uh, special uh, event at the Halloween party with uh, hosted by, uh, uh, I forgot the gentleman's name. God bless it. I'll remember at the end of this uh, segment. Uh, so I, I wanted to invite uh, Charlie Duff back on, Mike Rakebrand, who was with uh, Walter and I on the July 1st show. But uh, Mike had a family emergency, and Charlie had a few too many pops. So uh, eventually been known Charlie to do came that. on. <laughs> yeah. So, we had him uh, on our show one time. <laughs> right, Keith. So anyways, uh, Charlie wanted to, he wanted to come back on because he saw the uh, selfie I took with uh, the lovely Ms. Rodriguez, and it was a show that was the show of shows. It was the best show ever. So anyways, and I knew she was one of us. I listened when... to that one. I, I, I stayed tuned for that one. I mean, this is Are something. you turning into the Howard Stern show? <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you. It was, enter- it was, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It, it was a full hour. Nothing was said. Nothing so, was done or accomplished. But I couldn't stop listening. Couldn't, couldn't stop listening. Just a couple of so weeks. Anyway, ago. right. So, anyways, uh, Walter's uh, PR guy, uh, Nick St. John, reached out to uh, Talkers Magazine, and two days after that show, we made Talkers Magazine, and I was absolutely floored. Anybody who knows anything about uh, Talkers Magazine, that is our bible. For uh, talk right. radio, right. and sure, sure enough, there's a picture of Lily Danella, and everybody's mentioned me, Walter, Liberty News Radio, and Heather McBride, and of course uh, uh, Daniela. And I was absolutely floored. She was on the radio for 30 minutes. Two days later, she's on Talkers Magazine, so she could chalk that up to another uh, uh, publication she was a part of. And the funniest part was uh, during that show. Uh, we lost Charlie again, and she's she's like, maybe we went to the liquor store. And then the our, our lovely producer <laughs> said, you want to call him back? And she said yes. Right then and there, I said she is seven to five radio material. So, anyways, we couldn't be happier that uh, we brought Danella on board, and she's very happy, very supportive, and we were just absolutely tickled pink that we made Talkers Magazine. Now, James, you and I. And Sam has been in uh, the business for a long, long time. And yeah, so I'll, I'll, never, I'll, I'll, think... I'll double down on what you're saying here, uh, 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 Scoop, is that Talkers Magazine is like the talk radio Bible. It's like what the restatement of torts is to the courts, except for when they don't. Uh, they, ignore, <laughs> they ignore the restatement of torts, but they don't ignore Talkers Radio. Well, Talkers Magazine is the Bible. And uh, so Scoop got his own write-up in Talkers Magazine for 7-5 Radio, which we affectionately call our fourth hour here on TPC. It comes up immediately after our show, right here on the same stream, Liberty News Radio. Uh, forgetting Danielle, uh, Daniela Rodriguez? Danella, you're right. Danella, uh, uh, no I. Not Danielle, not Daniela, no, but Danella. Yeah, but anyways, if you go to uh, Danella Rodriguez underscore model, you can check out her Instagram, which I check out uh, all the time while I'm hosting 75 oh. Radio. But <laughs> well, what does she actually do for but, the show? What is, <laughs> we don't well, really want I you mean, to go there, folks, but maybe. If you want, to. but no, but, she. But, no, uh, but she. I mean, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have her come on the show and actually uh, uh, speak her speak her mind because I mean she's very very intelligent. Also, as a spokesmodel, we were gonna go out there and have her 
promote the, the show at different events that uh, uh, she attends, or if uh, she if there's a function that she wants us to go to, I was like, we're there because all we need is a Wi-Fi connection, and we have a mobile radio studio. But just like the the just that show on the 28th, her just with me and Walter and Charlie just going at it full throttle, and she's loving it. I was like, yep, she, she's one of us. And the same thing with, with Heather McBride. She was well, uh, Julie, Scoop, Andrew Scoop, Julie Scoop has had a lot of hits, all right? Scoop is responsible for bringing Jim Lancia to the program, all right? Sean Bergen. Sean Bergen. Scoop has knocked a couple of fastballs right out of the park. It is because of Scoop that we have associated with the likes of Jim Lancia and Sean Bergen and others. But I never saw Jim or Sean dressed as a policeman wearing a fishnet stocking, <laughs> which is what I saw out of this new person. Which <laughs> So I don't really understand what exactly she's doing for the show. Again, she, she's I know what Jim and Sean does. Sex sales. <laughs> Right, but not, but, again, but, but what she that, is but... doing is she, but she was somehow got Scooper right up in Talkers Magazine. Jim and Sean never did that. That's right. Exactly, but she's out there going to promote Southern Fire Radio at, 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 whenever whenever she can, and she's going to come on. I told her, I said, you're going to come on and host one of these days, and you know, I I, I can't wait. But she just, I mean, her personality it just. It, Outweigh, out matches her beauty. I mean, she's a gorgeous lady. Her personality is just second to none, and she's down to earth. And most importantly, she well, gets my right. jokes. <laughs> or she laughs at them. Well, well that's, you know, who who wouldn't laugh at the you know scoops jokes? But uh, so here's the question: <laughs> So people who are going to stay in and stay on the line, and and stay tuned in to the fourth hour. They they TPC's done. We go into 7.5 Radio every week. Now, how many years have you have been following us now, uh, Scoop? Uh, we're, well, five and a half with uh, Walter and uh, a full year with Jim. So six and a half years of the fourth hour. Wow. Six and a half years you've been following. It seems like like two or three, maybe. Uh, but six and a half years now, you've had 7.5 Radio. Music's playing. How often are they going to be able to hear your radio spokesmodel on the air? Is she going to be a regular? She's not going to be on tonight. Yeah, she's going to be a regular. Yeah. She, she was going to she's gonna be she on tonight, so uh, stay tuned. Oh, she has another engagement. Tonight. Oh, okay. But, I mean, soon. You weren't even on last week, Keith, so what can you say? I can't say anything. All right, well, we'll, we'll stay tuned, and we'll look forward to more updates from Scoop, our dear friend, Washington, D.C. correspondent, for Nick Griffin, Jack Ryan, everybody else out there, our entire staff and crew. Uh, home stretch coming up. We're getting into the – Holiday season. A.K.A. Christmas. But you got to count Thanksgiving and New Year's, so that's what we call it holidays. We're not counting all the other holidays. It's Christmas plus Thanksgiving and New Year's and Halloween, but that was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, all, that's right. It. all right, we'll do it. Thank you, Scoop. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Good night. God bless you.